The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There are a lot of testing options out there, but no one has processed more COVID-19 tests than Quest with over 20 million to date. And now you can get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's experience and accuracy you can trust from Quest, the largest medical testing lab in the country. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. Somebody's had several plans so far. And uh, anytime someone tells you you're going to get something good in 10 years, you should wonder why it takes 10 years. If you notice, there's no talk about the fact that the plan in 10 years will cost $3 trillion. You will lose your employer-based insurance. And in fact, you know, this is the single most important issue facing the public. And to be very blunt and to be very straightforward, you can't beat President Trump with double talk on this plan. So that he was went one on, of his finer moments. Oh, yeah. And he went on to yell about because uh, Kamala and Cory Booker were talking about the, but they'll eliminate the deductibles. And he said the deductible will be in your paycheck with a three, whatever it was, trillion dollar tax deal or whatever with the numbers. Right. Um, he said the deductible will be in your paycheck. It'll be coming out of your paycheck. That's where your deductible would be. Your taxes are going to be so high. And I thought that's. That's going to resonate with a lot of people. Yeah, he kind of stumbled and fumbled over that, which was too bad because I thought it was a, a, a good moment for him. But, but he's definitely on the right side of, I think, most people, most Democrats, let alone most of the country. So listen, I, I, I want to talk health care jabbering in the debate with Craig Gottwalz. Craig, the health care guru, an attorney at law and benefit consultant. Um, I want to get to that, but I do not want to bury the lead. I want to talk about the policy uh, announced or it's being uh, pursued by the Trump administration that came out yesterday, I guess, because there are two things that I, as a non-expert, think are seriously wrong with American health care. Number one, there's a lack of transparency. Nobody knows how nobody has any idea how much anything costs. And number two, there's so many people between the consumer and the provider, the buyer and the seller. And Craig Gottwalz joins us now. Craig, how are you, sir? 
I'm well. How are you, gentlemen? Terrific. Thank you. So uh, optimistic about the future of our fine land. That's how I am. What are you running for? So anyway, <laughs> you lie, Jack. You're high. You, you lie. lie. You lie. Uh, so, Craig, what was the announcement? What's what's going on? So uh, back in the middle of March, uh, we did an extra large podcast, you guys and I, and we talked about the fact that the Trump administration through HHS and uh, the secretary of HHS, Alex Azar, had put forth many hundreds of pages of convoluted regulations on IT security around healthcare. And in the middle of that publication, they talked about how, hey, we're really thinking about forcing hospitals to disclose the actual prices that they pay when they do these services upon you, that they are paid by the insurance companies. And that caused a massive stir in the industry. It was the first time since we've had a healthcare crisis that we've had an administration even wade into those waters. So if I want to know what my MRI is going to cost in advance, I can find that out and I can find out what they, the hospital charges an insurance company. That was what was proposed back in May. And uh, at the end of May, that comment period closed. There were 2000 comments sent into HHS overwhelmingly the majority of them positive on this front. And just this week, through CMS, again, don't get too confused on the, on, the, on the mechanics of this, but the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, which is probably a better place to do this regulation, frankly, because they work directly with all the hospitals and the hospitals kind of have to comply with them if they want to mm-hmm. get reimbursed by Medicare and Medicaid. So officially made this policy this week, put it in a proposed regulation that and spelled out exactly that not only will you have the right to know what that MRI costs, but you'll have the right to know what each insurance company would pay for that MRI and what each hospital would receive for that MRI within your city in a searchable online format. Oh, wow. So I I assume you believe... Competition. Yeah, I assume you believe this will help bring prices down. Yeah, there's still a ways to go. This is a proposed regulation. Now they have until September 27th to receive comments. But I do think this regulation is ultimately going to pass. And if it does, then there will be challenges in the courts from hospitals and insurance companies who hate this idea. But absolutely, more information, competition. This is the Amazonification of healthcare pricing. If you oh, wow. Good term. Boy, this is also an absolute head spinner for people who believe in less government uh, involvement in um, private business just because the regulation says, yeah, you reached a confidential contract with another, uh, you know, sovereign citizen or a corporation or whatever. But now you have to tell us what's in that contract. I will tell you this. Uh, and and this is frequently the answer when some of my libertarian impulses bump up against the screwing a lot of American people are taking. It's that the government and the cronies are so in this together, they have written all the rules and regulations thus far to protect each other. So I just see this as a little bit of transparency. Now, I haven't seen this news anywhere. If you hadn't brought it to my attention, I'd be completely unaware of it. Now, part of that is because when there's a debate going on, cable news has one topic. But we were just mocking Forbes a little bit ago for their stupid lists. (laughs) But Forbes had the headline, Trump and the Senate make significant progress on hospital price transparency. I hope that headline shows up more places. 
Yeah, and, and uh, you know, far be it from me to defend Forbes across the board, but the author of this particular piece, Avic Roy, is uh, he's one of the top five healthcare minds in the country. So this is not, you know, this is not coming from their uh, their clickbait list department. Right. Well, and, and during these times of fevered partisanship and we're in an election cycle, which now describes all the time, uh, the, the mainstream media is not going to give any credit to the Trump administration until it becomes absolutely unavoidable. Uh, so no, and this is going to be a problem. This is going to be a problem for them, too, Joe, because not only not only is this moving through CMS and HHS and likely to become a regula- regulation this fall. But in addition to that, it passed a Senate committee. So this is going to go to the full Senate where it's also likely to pass. And then the House is going to have to decide this fall. Do we want to do something that we've said we want to do all of our careers as Democrats? Or are we going to fight this just on the basis of politics? Oh, uh, wow. What would, what would you guess? Huh? Uh, Craig Gottwals, Craig, the healthcare guru, is on the line. Uh, this this could be a step forward. Hey, Craig, just give us like 30 seconds, if you can, on the other uh, issue that's just killing Americans financially in terms of health care, and that's um, uh, pharmaceutical prices. Uh, I've heard something about soon we'll be able to, to buy Canadian pharmaceuticals for a fa- fraction of the price. What's happening? Yes, we're also in the early stages on that, but that's HHS and Alex Azar, who's come out with a proposed idea saying, look, we're going to be able to have patients buy at least some pharmaceuticals from Canada. Now, again, the big headline here is for the first time since we've had a healthcare crisis and pricing on health insurance, we have an administration who's willing to go there. And who doesn't give a damn about the lobbyists. That's right, because again, this ticks off big pharma, big uh, hospitals, and big insurance. And they're willing to go there. Now, Canada has come out and said, geez, we don't know if we can support that kind of volume. And some people have come out and said, oh, that might not be safe, which you guys know is a a crock. But uh, again, big deal, big deal. Interesting. Well, Canada, come on, mount your moose and then throw on your your Mountie hat and and get to work cranking out drugs. Well, since we got you on the line, we got to get a minute or so the last couple of nights of uh, healthcare talk since it dominated the debate. Uh, What what are your thoughts? How many heavy objects have you thrown at your television? Yeah, as you guys know, how many how many glasses of whiskey during the debates? I'm (laughs) granting it you two. Um, So, look, they're all lying to you. You know what? Um, Delaney and uh, Bennett are the closest to the truth on what's going on. If you, if you've watched these debates and they're saying, look guys, this is insane. We can't just go straight to single payer. Nobody wants that. We'll bankrupt the system, et cetera. Now with that said though, they're all lying to you because there's three, there's three categories here, right? There's, there's the Biden category that says, Hey, let's keep Obamacare and bolster it. There's the uh, Sanders uh, category that says, let's just go straight to Medicare for all. And then there's kind of the, the, the more slow Obamacare strategy by Bennett and uh, Delaney that says, let's just put the brakes on everything, guys. This is insane. But they're all lying to you because every single one of their proposals ends up in socialized medicine and it does not end up in Medicare for all. It ends up in Medicaid for all. And but they never want to say that to you. Why? Because Medicaid is more affordable. It's what we could actually probably get to if the socialists have their way. And it's horrific. It means less doctors. It means less hospitals. It means lower payments. That means a brain drain out of that world. And we're going to be in something that looks 
closer to the looks something more like the VA than Medicare. The reason we can't afford Medicare is it's expensive. We use it for oldsters. People pay into it all their lives. We don't have the budget to do Medicare for all. Hey, this ends up in Medicaid for all. And one more thing. You've talked about this on the show before. We should mention it again because it comes up over and over again in these debates. The idea of health care being a right. What's the problem with health care being a right? Oh, yeah. Health care is not a right. You cannot have a, quote, right that is something that compels a doctor, another human being, to do work on you for a price you state. And that's what Medicare and Medicaid do. They say this is the reimbursement. Now, it's currently a privilege because the, the, the exchange now is, here's what we'll pay for it. Do you take it or leave it? Once you make this a, quote, right, how do you compel healthcare providers to do services upon you for a price dictated by the government that they have no control over? That's not a right. Is there yeah, another right, and not, not the stupid, you know, modern idea of, I have a right to this or that. I mean, an actual human right that requires another human being to do something. Can you think of one? I mean, no, other than just refraining, I have to refrain from harming you, from stealing from you, et cetera. I can't no, force not, you to quarter troops. No, yeah. you have to. Somebody else has to perform an affirmative action. Otherwise, my rights have been denied. That's exactly right. Yeah. OK, that's that's an interesting point. Now, listen, and this matters because those who would change societies, to my mind, for the worse, they change language. And Orwell, of course, was was the super genius who spelled this out most effectively in the 20th century. But if you want to say health care is a good which should be denied to no one, that is a reasonable political stance. And I'm willing to discuss it. Um, but to call it a right, as you say, is is turning the idea of a right on its head. Uh, Craig Gottwals, Craig, the healthcare guru on the line. Craig, really good stuff. Do us a favor, um, as nobody's paying attention to these fundamental changes um, to the healthcare system that are angering the giant corporate lobbyists, um, as they move through the system, let us know about it, all right? We will. We will, absolutely. All right, cool. Good to yeah, talk to you, Craig. Thanks a million. If you need help with benefits and how they intersect with your workforce and, and whatever, uh, Craig's available at benefit-revolution.com. Uh, on Twitter at Bennett Revolution, or just uh, email us mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We'll put you in, in touch. Armstrong and Getty. There are a lot of testing options out there, but no one has processed more COVID 19 tests than Quest, with over 20 million to date. And now you can get the same tests hospitals use without a doctor visit. Simply order online, select from drive through or at-home options, and get the results sent securely to your phone or computer. It's experience and accuracy you can trust from Quest, the largest medical testing lab in the country. So order your test today at questcovid19.com. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. 
Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 